Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Next up is the introduction for the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Nicasio. Before we dive into that, though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. Like every time I have this guy on, he's been on 15 plus times. Every time it's practical, actionable, tactical things that you can do to grow into your greatest possible self. He is an amazing human being, and I'll tell you why in just a second. But make sure you stay all the way through to the end because one of these ideas has the power to change your business. He is a master at solving business problems, so definitely stay tuned. Our next guest is absolutely unique. There are many products to tell you how to start your own business, but Joe Nicasio doesn't just tell you how. He mentors you step-by-step -step through the process and guarantees you will get results at the cash register. How do I know? Because I, Chris Burns, hired Joe, and he helped me to create my first business. Things I learned from Joe were fundamental, foundational aspects of building a business that I still get to use today. So if you need more than a coach, if you're looking for a mentor that can connect the dots for you and hold your hand along the way to success, then you definitely want Joe as a mentor, as your mentor. And I want to get some thumbs up. I want to get some hearts. I want to get some comments, some yahoos out in the audience on the live stream for Mr. Joe Nicasio. Because we are about to rock the house. Joe, are you ready to bring it, my good sir? You are bringing it. Yes, you are. Absolutely. Joe, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing with our audience on this beautiful New Year Day how we can become our greatest possible self, especially in the area of business and growing into our GPS, man. So thank you for being here. We're going to start off with the theme of today, which is 2020, New Year, New Decade. What does that mean for you, Joe? It means that it's, it, you know, it means it's time to let go of all your lame-ass excuses. That's right. <laughs> Drop that you shit. Know, you got a fresh start. You got a blank slate, you know. Uh, landmark, we talk about blank slate. You know, you are the creator uh, of your destiny. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. Um, but, you know, it's like it's time. There's no more excuses. It's like you got a fresh start today. And, like, let's get it right. Amen. Amen, Joe. So for everyone who's just finding out about you, tell us what you do in employee escape plan and helping entrepreneurs be blossomed and bloomed into the world. Uh, I hope you go from confusion to cash to dash. Um, oh. um, you know, if you got a business, I help you um, build a better business. And if you don't have a business, I help you start. I think one of the best ways to explain, you know, who I work with, what I do, you know, every day in America, millions of people are reluctantly driving to a job they don't want to go to. Yep. And they are praying, dear God, please send me a mentor so I never have to go to this idiotic job again. And I am the answer to that prayer. <laughs> 
I love it. The the metaphors, the stories, you you just always you just keep coming up with that. I don't know where it all comes from, but it comes from within that genius brain of yours, Joe. So if anyone wants to check out your story, your journey, uh, they can listen to one of the past episodes. Today, we're just going to dive right in, man. Um, I'm feeling yeah. the, the heat to grow, the the pressure, the excitement, the, the fun, the play of growing into our greatest possible selves, moving away from fear and into growth. So tell us, how do we do that, man? Okay. You know, I got a list. I got a... I- I took some really great notes from a seminar I went to like 30 years ago. And I'm bringing that today. Love it. <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, if anybody wants my notes, I'll send them after the show, but just write, um, you know, prerequisites. Okay. It's the list I have is prerequisites for growth and authenticity. Beautiful. So in other words, you can't grow and you can't be your authentic self unless you do these things first. So um, the first thing on the list, and I'm going to go through these, Chris, and, you know, they're great topics for conversation. Uh, the first couple, we'll, we, I don't think we should go into too deep. But the first thing is if you want to grow, is among many Native traditions, it is said life is simple. If, number one, you show up. Yep. So it's a new year. Like, you're here. You're, you're not dead. So good <laughs> Good first step. Doing something number, right. <laughs> yeah, number two is, you know, you can't grow if you don't pay attention. Yep. You got to be present to what's going on. Um, and then number three is you got to learn to tell the truth without blame or judgment. You can't grow if you're not willing to, you know, um, live in your truth uh, without being the victim. Mm-hmm. And number four is um, you're open to the outcome rather than being attached to the outcome. Okay. Uh, if you want to grow, um, you know, it's, it's good to have outcomes. You know, there's many roads to the top of the mountain, but the view is always the same. And so if we're not, we don't need to be too attached about how we get the outcome. But when we're open to the outcome, it's amazing how things can unfold for us. So that's kind of a starting place. It's so baseline ground zero. Just dropping dropping value bombs up in here. Okay, so I, I want to go back to the blank slate. So we're starting off this year as a blank slate. I think that's important mental frame to step into. Anything I want to be, do, and have, it is possible. So let's ask ourselves, what is our truest, deepest desires, and what do we want to manifest? Like, if you want to grow, you have to have a direction you want to grow towards, a goal, an aspiration, a dream. So the second thing is to show up, okay? You're showing up here on this marathon, on this interview, so kudos to you, and you're showing up because you're seeking the information. You wouldn't be here unless you were, like, looking for an answer. You're looking for some way to grow. Second thing is be present. I think that's a really important one that a lot of people might just skip over and overlook because it's so simple, but it is also very difficult for a lot of people to truly be present in the moment and to hear the inspiration, to hear the signs that God, universe, source, creator, whatever intuition is sending you to be able to to grow and take those next steps and have your breakthrough. But the next yeah. one is tell the truth without blame or judgment. And I think that's really powerful because it's like to to be real to be authentic about where you've been being inauthentic to just share like what is going on so that you can be freed up from it but it it might be a little bit painful might be a little bit challenging might be a little uncomfortable as you do that but 
do your best to not beat yourself up more than you have to. Recognize the impact of what the truth is, but don't beat yourself up and don't stay stuck in that pit if that's not I where like you want to stay. I like this idea of having a relentless commitment to the truth about reality. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you want to grow, you better like quit lying to yourself or fabricating or, you know, imagining things are different than they are. You know, mm -hmm. when you're committed to the truth about reality, um, you have a chance to grow. But if you want to live in some kind of delusion, it's, it's like wake up, open your eyes, open your ears and stretch your yeah. concept of reality. This is this is gold. I want to dive into this point because I was just reading in the Bible today. Hey, oh, uh, I was reading that Jesus yeah. walk, walked on water, right? And he called who did he call out to him? Peter? I don't know. Someone, somebody yeah, called. Peter. Well, who? Peter. Peter. Yeah. Said, "Come out to me." And so Peter's like, "Can I?" And then he started walking. And then when he doubted, then he started sinking. Right. So a lot of a lot of reality that people have constructed, Joe. Um, they might think it is the truth. How does someone know what is subjective truth versus what is actually possible? And isn't reality always being bent? And if we have the faith, like anything can be done. Anything? <laughs> Walking on water is pretty <laughs> out there. I think, I, think, I think it's possible we could have uh, Chris Burns have plastic surgery and add a schauser note to him <laughs> it is possible i love the image that we just put into our audience's head whoever can draw it you get a hundred bucks <laughs> just kidding <laughs> you know just because anything's possible um you know i don't know that anything is possible you know i can't be i i can't become you know 11 foot tall and play in the nba okay okay so um yeah i i think but we i think we have these limitations that are so um stifling a lot is more possible than we we ever thought we could imagine yeah and, and it's and we impose most of our limitations almost all of our limitations are self-imposed and so we do need to find a, a higher um sense of possibility Let's uh let's move on a little bit though. I'm having so much fun here, Joe. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I let me too. let me just cover let me cover this last point. So the last one was open to the outcome without being without being attached to the outcome. And I think that's that's important to come with a spirit of openness, of um curiosity. And a lot of people I think today have this mindset of I already know that. So to say I, I know that, maybe, yes, and what else can I learn? Great. Great. So um, I've got 16 points. This is number two now. Bring it. Okay. To begin the process of personal growth, you need to engage your self-observer. And three points. Number one, delete the need to understand. To begin growing, you need to delete your need to understand. Because growth takes us into new territory. Mm. We don't always understand where we're growing into because yeah. it's new space. Yeah. Number two is um, we need to engage our self-observer and make no comparisons. Hmm. And number three is release all judgment. So if you want to 
if you want to begin the process of personal growth, engage your self-observer. So you need to be self-aware. You need to be self-aware. And um, and delete the need to understand. I think that's it's so huge. Like if you're stepping into a new 2020, into a new you, into a new possibility, into true growth, you, you know, you're stepping into new space. Yeah. And you need to let go of this this need to understand every nuance. You know, you don't need to understand how the miracle happens. You just need to be accepting that the miracle can happen. Yeah. And quit comparing yourself to other people. Mm. You know, um, there's no one else's journey here but yours. Mm. And, and, you know, don't worry about what other people's, you know, be on your journey and, um, uh, and, and be supportive of other people. And at the same time, there's no need to compare yourself. Right. Okay, so uh, you want to rift on that a little bit? I think you think you covered it, man. Okay, so number three here is maintaining a viewpoint of accountability. Mm. Okay, now let me give you a a definition of accountability. And accountability is the willingness. It's the willingness to maintain the point of view, whether or not it is yet your experience that you are a part, a cause, an agent, or a source of your experience and everything around you. You are a part of everything around you. You are the cause of everything around you. You are an agent of everything around you. You are the source of your experience and everything around you. Pretty powerful uh, definition of accountability. Knocking stuff off the walls. There are things. I, I got something from the wall here. <laughs> I love it. Peace. I love it. Okay, so main willingness to maintain a point of view that you are a part, a cause, an agent, or a source of everything around you, everything you experience around you. Yeah, you want a new twenty twenty? It's like this is your creation, and 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 that means the good stuff, the shitty stuff, everything. Or like, like take take ownership that like. Maybe you don't like the stuff that's happening to you, but you got to recognize you put yourself in that situation. Mm. You know, and if you don't like the scenario you're in, you got two feet, you can walk away. You know? That's right. And so, uh, you, you know, if you don't like the people you're surrounded by, surround yourself by new people. Yep. If you don't like the results you're getting, do something different. <laughs> been telling you this forever like do you do you get it yet <laughs> okay so bullet point number five okay. uh, uh living courageously is taking action in the presence of fear mm. making a growth choice rather than a fear choice and that's that was the title of today's talk is it's about making you know, you want a new 2020. If you want it to be better this year, if you really want to grow and make 2020 your best year ever, <laughs> then uh, then you need to make better decisions. Yeah, and, and you need to make you know your decisions based on 
will I grow through this? Mm. It's not about going through it. It's about growing through it. And, um, you know, I look back in the last year, uh, of peep, there are two kinds of people, yep. uh, two kinds of prospects, the ones that bought from me and the ones who didn't buy from me. The ones who bought from me did it because they wanted to grow. They were making the growth choice. Yeah. The ones who didn't buy from me. Now, some of them wanted to for some whatever circumstances they couldn't. But for the most part, the ones who didn't buy from me were doing it out of fear. Mm. They were like, oh, I don't know if I can afford hiring a business coach. Oh, I don't know if my business can succeed. You know, most businesses fail. And so I, I, as I looked back in retrospect, how many people make a decision based on fear? Mm. And it's like, wow, it explains so much. Mm. And uh, I had, so knowing that, there's another side to this too, and that is, Everybody that I've ever met has experienced trauma. Hmm. I had trauma from the day I was born. I was I was comfortable in the womb, and they evicted my ass. And as I was traveling through the birth canal, it became loud and noisy outside. And I came out, and a doctor appeared, and he slapped me on the ass. I was so pissed off, I slapped him back. I was traumatized. <laughs> From the day I was born. Yeah. We've all got trauma. And so when we start to recognize that every soul that you run into has experienced trauma and could be experiencing trauma every day, mm. our job is to show up as the healer. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go back to this idea of growth choice versus fear choice. A lot of times people are making their choices based on fear. I mean, in a selling situation, if we just wake up and realize they need this, this is good for them, but they're making decisions based on fear, then we get to shift into a shaman role or a priest or a healer role where we can actually, you know, it's not about selling at this point. It's about let's heal these things that are stopping you from growing. And uh, I just want to pass it back to you. What comes up for you as I share that? Yeah, I think it's it's the the energy of sales. I think has been traumatized to to be something that's pushy and aggressive and hurts people and tries to pull the wool over people's eyes and and it's a win lose situ situation. And when you're a healer, you know you got the medicine. You know yeah. that there's someone who is in need of that medicine, and you're like, some people want to to receive the medicine, and some people are more committed to their excuses or say they actually need to go buy, you know, whatever the new PlayStation, the, the new Jordan shoes, whatever it might be. They, that's the more important thing than the medicine and getting the healing. Hey, those people, more power to them. You go find your solution elsewhere. But for the people who are ready to heal, for the people who are ready to find the solution, like I'm, I'm the person who's going to deliver this medicine to you. So come into my house. Like it's an open, open door and I have nothing but love for you. Yeah. And, and one of the, the key words here is 
living courageously is taking action in the presence of fear. It's about living courageously. Mm. Making the growth choice takes courage. Yeah. It it takes stepping into a new possibility. It takes um, this ability to, even though I don't understand how I'm going to grow, yeah. um, I'm courageous enough to face that and go through that. Yeah. Okay, that was pretty good. No damn good. <laughs> Joe, you are you are on fire, sir. So uh, never number seven bullet point here is personal regrowth requires the surrender and transcendence of addictions, laziness, and reactive behavior. Amen. This means facing your emotions rather than avoiding them. You want to grow this year. I know you got all kinds of emotions that are bubbling up, but why are, you know, if you want to grow, you know, quit, you know, there's fight or flight, you know, quit running away from the discomfort. If you want to grow, face your emotions, you know, and, and it's hard to face your emotions when you're avoiding them with addictions. Yeah. You know, I got this cartoon. It's this guy is laying in the, psychiatrist couch and he says to the psychiatrist he says i think you need to up my dosage because i still have feelings <laughs> yep. you know so often we medicate ourselves to avoid our feelings mm -hmm. um, and we need to face our feelings instead of avoiding them and laziness is another way of avoidance yeah. you know um yeah, it is. How do we sit in social media you know, not do what we know we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Even even sleeping. You know, I used to sleep to avoid my responsibilities, to avoid messaging people, to avoid whatever, you know, because I felt pressure. I felt it, it, was, it was my coping mechanism. <laughs> That's right. Is it, is it safe to come out yet? That's right. And we have we had Janet McKay in the audience who said, hey, Joe, what's up, Janet? Welcome. Oh, superwoman. Um, so that coping mechanism everyone has coping mechanisms some are more healthy than the other right we're, we're going to experience stress the question is how do we deal with it do we go and meditate do we go and journal do we go and yell into a pillow do we go for a run do we do some things that are healthy and get us back to to baseline homeostasis and good energy or do we perpetuate that negative energy by trying to repress it drinks drugs alcohol, whatever it might be, do we do things that are unhealthy, mindlessly scrolling, watching TV, whatever it might be, toxic stuff that, that doesn't move us forward? You know, I think if somebody said, you know, there's a Mike Tyson quote, I think he says, um, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a martial artist. So, you know, some people, they get punched in the face, they're like, oh, they run away, right? But, you know, martial arts mentality, you punch me in the face, okay, that fuels me. Yeah. Like, like, okay, now we're getting going. Yeah. Like, you know, so um, life will slap you in the face. Mm. And you, that makes you face, you know, find that strong side that makes you face it versus that weak side that wants to run away from it. Mm. And I think that's that's a muscle that gets developed over time too. Thankfully, you've you've done martial arts, which helps you get into tough, difficult situations where you get 
you're getting stress intentionally put on you and your body and your mind and things that are, are more difficult than you know how to face, but you consistently keep showing up to that challenge and eventually you, you develop a thick skin, a powerful, empowered, strong mindset to overcome whatever adversity comes your way. Yeah, in martial arts training, you do this thing where when you face your opponent and bow in, yeah. you lock eyes, you never break eye contact. Uh-huh. Never. You face that opponent. You don't avoid the opponent. You're locked onto their eyes, and 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 they're when you look into somebody's eyes, you can see their decisions. Wow, you can see their intention. Mm-hmm. And uh, too often in life, uh, you know, we 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 look at somebody and it feels a little scary. We run away. Yeah, you know, and that's well. I think just in general, to to be connected. I love that you said that. In the eyes is our soul. So a lot of people are so afraid of the world, so afraid of being seen, of being vulnerable, that they don't even allow people to, to connect with their eyes, with their soul. Yeah, it's powerful stuff. So, you know, uh, if you want to grow this year, face your, face your demons face on, man. You know, there's a, there's a scripture, it's a Mormon scripture, um, and it says that um, even though the adversary can bite at your heels, uh-huh. God can crush his skull. So there are a lot of negative forces that are nipping at you. Mm. But when, you, when you're tapped into the higher power, um, you know, the higher power can always uh, destroy the evil if you, if you tap into that higher power. Yeah. Also, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Rob Garcia, who's in the audience, who said, I had a meeting, Rob! With, I had a meeting with Joe. He is one of the smartest and most effective guys I have ever met. Great job, Chris. So, Joe, shout out to you, man. You're doing uh, great works. And also shout out to Robert Garcia, who's doing some amazing things in San Diego, helping people to get publicity, get their brand and their message unified, ready, get more exposure, more just get that message out. And Rob is an amazing guy at doing that. He's just a he's a badass. Totally connect with Robert. I, if you yeah, I want to shout out to Rob because uh, me and him met and we we swapped some coaching. So he coached me a little and I coached him and he is the warrior strategist. He's a badass. If you want to like connect with high level people, Rob will give you strategy to do that. uh, Good to have you in the audience, Rob. Let me move on to the next one. Let's do it. Personal growth requires the surrender of denial, Hmm. a commitment to telling the truth about reality, the truth about where I am, and what I am doing in my life right now. Okay. This idea of uh, commitment to the truth about reality. Yeah. Um, you may not have all of the truth about reality. But it's that commitment to the truth about reality. Mm-hmm. It's going to enable you to grow. If you're not committed to the truth about reality. Then you're going to be living in some other altered reality that isn't true. And it's going to inhibit your growth. You know, I, I love this because it's really smacked me upside the head a couple times. And <laughs> it's been a big, big blessing this year because I recognize that Chris Burns, the personality, only has so much, let's say, uh, potential or control over, uh, I guess, what happens in, in the world. And I love like this these, these different lessons and points because I want to see how it blends with that. But what I've learned is when I give... Uh, acknowledgement and reverence and and recognition to a higher power, I'm able to get myself out of the way and allow these miracles to happen. And if I keep pretending like I have all the answers, 
like I am going to get smacked in the face versus if I say, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm here to be the best vessel that I can be of my gifts, to be the, um, you know, the steward of the talents that I've been given to to be, you know, the, the conduit of what I'm here to do, of whatever God, universe, source, creator's purpose is with me still on this planet. I'm here for a reason. I'm breathing for a reason. I'm here doing this live streaming for a reason. I don't like I think I know what it is. And I get to keep being open to what is next. What is the highest and best use and purpose of my time and my energy and my presence? This, 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 and then whatever comes next, then it's that. You know, in each moment, it's like, hey, what is the truth of who I'm meant to be in this moment? I'm open. God, use me, you know? And I think that that was a big, big lesson for me this year, last year. You know, there's, there's a great distinction, too. There's like, there's my truth and your truth, but there's the truth. Mm. And when we say committed to the truth, it's not a commitment to my truth. <laughs> me, me, me. I've got the commitment. I love to your my truth, truth, Joe. Come on. <laughs> my, my truth is good, and your truth is good, and I love your truth too. But when we're really committed to the higher truth, what is yes. the truth? Yes. That's when you know when you're committed to the truth about reality, and you and you live in that realm. That even though it's not something inside of my understanding. When we're committed to that truth, uh, that's the baseline of knowledge and understanding. And that's that's the bridge. You know, you got your truth, I got my truth, but the truth is universal and it yeah. applies to all of us. Mm. And even though you may not agree with the truth of reality, that doesn't mean reality can't kill you. You know, because you don't understand uh, the laws of physics. That doesn't mean the physics can't harm you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so you don't, we don't always understand the truth. Uh, but that's our quest. Let's go on my list here. So uh, personal growth requires the willingness to defer immediate gratification. I want it now. I want to be a billionaire now. I want to be a billionaire now. Guess what? If you want to be a billionaire, first step is probably be a millionaire. <laughs> And if you want to be a millionaire and you're not one yet, maybe the, the first step is to be a hundredaire. Mm-hmm. You know, and so um, um, we want to be the billionaire. So instead of, you know, we need to map out a path for ourselves. And, and you know, there is no such thing as immediate gratification. Mm. Nothing meaningful you know, happens by instant, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Cause I think being grateful, being appreciative, there is, there is the energy of immediate gratification. There's the energy of appreciation. There's the energy of recognizing blessings that are already existing, which attracts even more um, blessings. So I think immediate gratification in that, like whatever is really meant for us, those big life dreams and purpose and things like that, that is not instant, but we can have the feeling we can have the fulfillment in in the instant because we already are we already are with god we already are with infinite love and intelligence and our, we already are being our greatest possible self so to be grateful for that thank you thank you thank you and that's fulfilling well let me let me um let me invoke the law of sowing and reaping which is if you sow you shall reap so yep. uh you know if you plant the seed you can't say, oh, I, I, I get the crop instantly. No. It, it doesn't work that way. If you want to make a baby, you don't have sex, and then 24 hours later, you got a baby. Hmm. 
you know, there you must go through the, there is a gestational period. So you plant and then you nurture and with time you harvest. And everybody wants the harvest. Hmm. Okay, so if you want to grow, you need to be willing that, you know, it's okay to have instant gratification. But if you want the crop, you got to plant the seed, you got to water the seed, and waiting and time is part of the formula. What's what's the difference between appreciation and being fulfilled by that and appreciation and manifesting appreciation doing the activity, planting the seeds, watering, laboring and receiving the crop? What's the distinction in the process or the gestation or the value in the receiving? Isn't it the same energy? It's just one has the the time difference, the the temporal difference. So there, the, the the difference is the willingness mm. to defer immediate gratification. Mm. Okay. One of the things you can have is you have the willingness to defer immediate gratification. That means I'm I'm being grateful with the process, even though the manifestation has not occurred yet. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to trust the process, you know, and we need to realize that everything in life is a process. And so what I'm hearing is it's it's not just the willingness to defer immediate gratification, but it's to do it in a certain spirit. It's to do it in a certain energy. It's to do it in a certain mindset or else it you could defer forever. Well, let's let's just take this example of I want to make a million dollars. Okay? Okay? Do you want a million dollars, Chris? Yes. You want it now? Yes. Are you willing to realize that it doesn't always happen like now? Yes. Okay. And so are you willing to do, even though you want the, the, the gratification now, the immediate gratification? Yes. This is the part where a lot of people struggle, is they're not willing to uh, surrender to the process itself. Mm. There is a process. The quality of being there, millionaire, is the steps it takes to get there. Mm. And if you're not, if you want to take step one and get the result, it doesn't work that way. Mm. This goes back to that other principle of having a relentless commitment to the truth about reality. Mm. Like if you think you can snap your fingers and a million will show up, you may not be connected to reality and the fact that the reality is it's a process. There are many ways you can get, you can get 10 million. You can get a million from this way and you can get 500,000 right. this way and you can get 20 bucks today. What a lot of people struggle with is that like, well, I'll show you how to create a business. Right. Now the first goal is let's make your first hundred bucks. And then people like they're ungrateful. They're ungrateful. They're saying a hundred bucks isn't enough. <laughs> and when you shoot down that blessing, Ooh. you shoot down the other blessing. Ooh. Ooh. It's impossible for you to get more if you're not grateful for what you've got. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. Vibing with it, Joe. What's the next one? The next one is uh, the true self is revealed in the stopping of the mind. When you face your emotions, they become allies. allies. Dive into them and there is dissolution and beneath infinite silence. Silence mirrors back the neurotic condition of the false self created by the fixation 
to the attachment to form. The gift of silence is that it reveals who you are not. You got to face your emotions if you want to grow. Um, uh, uh, the true self is revealed in the stopping of the mind. Mm-hmm. And I want to bounce this back to you because didn't you go through, uh, not that long ago, didn't you go through like a multi-day silence meditation? Yep. 20, and, and, I was going to say 2018. I did it in March or April. Uh, April, I think. Uh, anyways, yeah, it was 10-day Vipassana silent meditation. And I think it was like so empowering for me like it was one of those things where I'm like, I did it, you know, like going into it. Yeah. I had so many reservations and questions and people saying, Oh, it's so difficult. It really, for me, the difficult part was like my posture and like, it just, it became sore after a while. My back became sore because I just wasn't used to meditating that consistently and that, that strong. So I had to deal with that, but the silencing of my mind and just being with the, the process, that wasn't so difficult. I didn't feel demons coming up and like trying to over you know like there wasn't wasn't these internal like just massive struggle that i dealt with i'd say i'd done so much personal development work and some meditation and things like that before that um, but i i've really found a whole new level of presence when i did that and and being at peace with myself yeah so the true self is revealed the true self is revealed in the stopping of the mind you know, so often we're so busy, busy, busy. You know, I'm so busy complaining about how busy I am. Yup. And we stop to reevaluate. And when we stop and slow down, mm. that's when the true self is revealed. And if you want to grow this year, you need to connect to your true self. You got to quit being so busy that you're disconnected from your true self of what really makes you happy. I, I've basically made busy a swear word. It does not come out of my mouth. I dis like I don't despise the word, but I just like I never use it because it's it's such a filler. It's such an excuse. It's such a it's look, a lame ass excuse. It, it, is, exactly. it is it is it's lame, and I don't I don't I find it is very weak, disempowering language. Um, so to find you know I'm I'm being laser focused. I'm being productive. I'm prioritizing. You know, if someone asks me to go do something, I say, you know, I'd love to, here's my priority or just simple no, flat no, period. That's a full sentence, right? Not having to explain myself. Um, that's, it's been huge breakthroughs, man. What's up, Channel Lee Moore out in the audience? What's up, Superwoman? Okay. So, um, so the gift of silence reveals who you are and also reveals who you are not. Mm. Silence reveals the veiling of pure consciousness through the actions of ego identification. Hmm. Let me read that again. Silence reveals the veiling, the cover-up, of pure consciousness through the actions of ego identification. When you... (laughs) That was a lot, right? Yeah. (laughs) A lot for a short sentence. So we we have pure consciousness capability, but our ego is a veil. Our ego stops us from seeing that bigger picture. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings these days: "Your ego is not your amigo." <laughs> well, hey, hey, I, I like it, and I also think ego. If if we 
attack or villainize our ego, then it will not be able to serve us. It will be it will become compartmentalized, which I think a lot of um, a lot of our problems and wounds come from compartmentalizing our being and ourself and repressing certain parts, like repressing the little six-year-old boy or girl inside of all of us. The you know that that compartmentalization creates unhealthiness. Versus if we can just be all aspects of ourselves: the darkness, the light, the ego, the you know higher higher self. I think that is the healthiest place. So I think there's some truth in that, and in my opinion. Don't go too far with that energy of screw you ego. Well, well, um, you know, one of my favorite quotes I picked up this year is that humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking more of others. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, So the ego is this part where we think just a little bit too much of me and we're disconnected from others. And so what what does this mean? It means seeing the magic in everyone else. Like like everyone has magic. Yeah. And if my ego is there, it, it really prevents me seeing the magic of others. Yeah. I can still I can still have a high self assessment without um you know punishing, you know. Like the moment that my ego thinks that I've got it and they don't, that is a damaging place from the ego. Yeah. But if you have like, okay, I have respect for myself. I am amazing. And, and when I recognize that in no way am I diminishing myself, but when I can turn away from myself and see the magic of others, this opens up all kinds of magic. Mm, I love it. Yeah, I think that's when we're able to spot it within and not just within, but that's I think that's where it has to start is to say, hey, I, I got to like myself first before I'm going to be able to start liking other people. But to start there and say, OK, you know, I'm good job, Chris, to start that journey. And then with the other aspect of liking others and celebrating others and their greatest gifts, um, I think that that is is super, super important. OK, number 14 here. Self-realization requires Self-realization requires mastering the observer state of consciousness. Mm. Wow. If you want to grow this year, if you want to become aware of yourself, then you need to be outward and be present with others. Mm. Being an observer, um, taking in the world. My goodness, this, this one has been a in my life in the past, especially... It's been a demon for me where you live so much in your head that you're not really connected with others. And and it's when we become that observer, when we observe others, when we observe the world, when we get out of our head and we become present to the, the magic and the splendor around us, um, the more we understand the world, the more we can understand ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Now, this uh, this next one's kind of long. I'll just read it. This is a focused state where one identifies with the silent inner true self, the divine, rather than the stories of the ego and the rational mind. From this silent state, there is no rational action required. You are the observer. What is observed and the process of observation. 
The silent observer simply views inner and outer sensations, judgments, thoughts, breath, and behavior without ascribing meaning to what is seen. Mm. So we can observe without attaching meaning. We just observe. It is what it is. We don't need to attach meaning. The silent self-observer is like the film in a camera. It is it 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 uh, objectively records what it is seen without comment. It becomes apparent that no matter what is seen in the world is for first projected onto the outer landscape from within. You have a thought. Your mind projects the thought onto the outer world. You then experience a quote-unquote perception of this thought projection. This is how thoughts create reality and becomes self-fulfilling prophecies. Self-observation allows you to face what is seen and penetrates the projection. As if by magic, the act of observation results in disillusion of the projection. Mm. One's true nature is seen to be independent from one's own thoughts. Our true nature, source, and power is in the silence. And I, I want to speak to my firsthand experience of this with the silent meditation retreat. When I was doing the meditation, they teach you how to scan your body and you don't look for anything. You don't try to do anything. You just become aware. And it's like a, a sweeping radar, you know, like what is, what's happening now? Is it cold? Is it hot? Is it tight? Is it loose? Is it whatever? And simply the act of observing and scanning back and forth not trying to change it, not trying to love it, not trying to do anything, but just observing it causes it to dissolve, causes it to like be witnessed, be recognized and say, hey, I was seen. I can go now. Boom. <laughs> it's powerful. Okay, I got one more bullet point here on my notes. Let's do it, man. Process of personal growth requires the participation and support of others of like mind, the cultivation of honest and sincere, sincere relationships and community. You want to grow this year? You're not going to do it in isolation as well as uh, bringing that support community, whether it's a community, whether it's a mentor, whether it's, um, but just being around uh, and all people are not equal. There are people that can really support you and people that can't, um, you know, one of the things that's more powerful than mindset is environment. Mm. Um, you can have the best mindset in the world, but if you're around a toxic environment, you may be able to keep your mindset today. You might be able to keep it for a week. You might be able to keep it for a month. But if you're in a toxic environment long enough, it will impact you and it will shift you. And that's not good. And so if you want to grow this year, you need to make sure that you got some allies in your corner that, uh, you know, I break environment into three parts. Number one is your physical environment. Mm -hmm. If you got a toxic physical, or if you have a, a physical environment that doesn't support you in doing what you're trying to achieve, it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. 
So the first thing you want to look at, how can I upgrade my physical environment to support me and my goals through 2020? Mm. The second part of environment is the people in your environment. You know, you want to surround yourself by people who love you and care about you um, to help you nurture that growth. Okay. Now here's number two and three are, you know, number three is you need to have an environment with ideas that support you. Yep. Now you say, well, my family loves me and supports you. Yes. But do they have the ideas? Do they have the expertise? You know, I, one of the questions I asked this last year of other people was how much of your money-making knowledge came from people who had jacked up money beliefs. Mm. You know, how many of us are running our prosperity program based on stuff we learned from people that have crappy money programs? Yep. Especially as a, as a six year old, as a teenager, like twenties, like what, what did we learn? Who were we around the most and what do we pick up? Yeah. If you want to learn how to be a millionaire, you're not going to learn it from people that are like in the welfare line no. or even people that have a job and they're struggling. Like, you know, my dad and my mom were very hardworking people. Yeah. But they weren't millionaires and they gave me good, you know, a lot of good things. But when it, you know, one of my sayings, this is a Joe DiCasio original quotation uh, that downloaded to me from the universe one day. And that is, we are tattooed in our cradles with the beliefs of our tribe. Mm. And so there are things that we can learn within our tribe, but there are also things that we cannot learn within our tribe. Yeah. And if there are things that we cannot learn within our tribe, and we want to learn those things, then we need to go outside of our tribe and find a leader or a shaman or a teacher, you know, or a wizard or, somebody that can mentor us on those things that we don't have. And I think that's a perfect transition into my coaching. Boom shakalaka. Joe, this has been a powerful, powerful interview, man. And I love the silence. I love the aspects of moving towards growth rather than fear. And I know our audience wants to know how they can get more, how they can get a guide like yourself to help them become their greatest possible self and find the business that suits them and helps them grow into their uh, best year ever, man. How do they do that? Um, yeah. Um, let's have a, let's have a conversation. You know, it doesn't cost anything to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Employeeescapeplan.com, very top of the page. There's a button that says connection call. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well, the new one, I, I haven't uploaded the new website yet, but uh, schedule an appointment or connection call. Uh, let's have that conversation. Um, uh, uh, there's a couple things that are that I'm doing uh, the second week in January, third week in January. I'm doing a one week, uh, one hour a day for five days. It's a, it's going to be a Zoom call, but it's about how do you choose your business wisely? Uh, and uh, I, I normally charge five grand for coaching, but you know, there's like first the first thing is if you want to create a great business you need to choose what's the right business for me mm -hmm. in my coaching program i sell this complete solution and 
the biggest place where people need time the most is choosing that business. Once you've made the decision of what business you want to go in, then it becomes pretty easy. Now we can build the business because we know what direction. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is uh, January 13th through 17th. Uh, <coughs> I'm doing a, uh, um, it's a, a training, it's worksheets, it's exercises, and it's a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's something people are interested in. Like what business should I go into? Uh, just reach out to me, send me a private message. Uh, uh, or my email, rapidresults at gmail.com. Uh, and, and let's, let's get you into that if, if that's where you're at. If you don't like know what direction is, you already know what direction if you already have a business and you want to just grow it, take it to the next level. Go to employeeescapeplan.com. Let's have a call. Let's see if I can help you. Maybe I can. Maybe I can't. Uh, I like taking that stance. I, you know, the truth is, is I haven't found anybody that I couldn't help. If they sincerely wanted the help. Mm-hmm. But I like to come from this place of zero pressure. Let me ask questions, you know, find out where you're at. And based on what you tell me, that will tell me if I'm equipped to, to help you or not. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, for example, they want to start a business. Let me tell you who's not a good customer for me. Mm-hmm. Some people say they want to start a business and they want to put a business plan together. For the purpose of finding an investor. Mm -hmm. In other words, let's put together a business plan and then I'm going to go get, I'm going to go seek money. And if and when that money ever comes, I'll start my business. Mm. If that's you, you're not my customer. I don't want you to be a victim of an investor. Mm. If the money comes, I can start my business. If the money doesn't come, I'm screwed. No, I don't buy into that crap at all. You okay. can, it doesn't take money to make money. It takes customers to make money. And you can go get that today. Mm. You know what? Let me, let me give everybody a way for them to make money today. Very quickly, Joe. It's New Year's Day. A lot of people party. Mm-hmm. There are messes in people's homes and living rooms and, and locations everywhere. Yep. That's a problem. Okay, I want to challenge anybody that's watching this right now. Say, hey, what? You know what? I know your house is a mess. If you pay me fifty bucks or hundred bucks, I'll help you clean your house. Boom. There is not a person that cannot make money today, because here's the very simple magic formula for making money: I will fix your problems, and you will pay me money. That's right. It's easy as easy as that, Joe. You're a freaking powerhouse, man. Thank you so much for being here. Everyone, message Joe when you're ready to grow your business, a.k.a. now, a.k.a. 2020, the best year ever. Shoot him over a message. Go to EmployeeEscapePlan.com. Check him out. Follow him. He's always putting out gold, great content, great videos, and good stuff. And Joe, thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, I appreciate you. And, and, you know, uh, hiring a coach, whether it's me or Chris or someone else, it is the growth choice. Yep. It takes courage to get help. The fear choice is, oh, it's a new year. I got to protect my money. I'm not going to hire. But, you know, so uh, this is the entire talk that we've been talking about the last hours. If you want to grow this year, have the courage to get the help you need. All right. Take action. Joe, I appreciate you, man. Have an amazing day. Love you, bro. All right. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. 
right now we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, Master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>